decide what, um, which poem you want to read. What do you mean? Well, I don't know. Did you write more? No. Okay, so just the one you sent me. Great. Okay. <laughs> did, did I write more poetry? Are hey, you kidding me? the last me? time we talked, you had two in the bank. I know. I was trying to be an adult, and then I remembered who I am. Rhyme or free, it doesn't matter to me. It's my bad poetry. Good day, and welcome to My Bad Poetry, a podcast where we take a deep dive into our poems from youth, yesteryear, or even yesterday. Always asking the question, why in the world did I write this? I'm Aaron. And I'm Dave. And together this week, we are looking at a poem from the third anthology of my high school collection, Analogy of Life. Dave, as always, sorry in advance. No thanks. Yeah. No. I reject your apology. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. That's that's totally worth it. But you um you get to to grace us with with words from your pen before anything that I've written. So By what pen do you, got? you mean Google Doc, right? Oh, you type on Google Doc? That's your yeah, of course. That's your medium. I, I write my poetry on my phone. <laughs> Again, it, it's it's all about the medium. That's the the McLuhan thing again. Yeah, right? it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the medium is the message. The message is the medium. The uh, Scooby Doo. Sure. But but so so what you're saying is as we as we deep dive into your poems and analyze them with that critical eye that we bring each and every week, oh, yeah. um, we need to always ask the question: How is the phone influencing the writing mm. of this material? Well, the phone does tell me when I spell words wrong. That's very helpful. That is very helpful. I think I think a wolf journal uh, <laughs> would would look a lot cleaner if it had spell check. <laughs> okay, Dave, what do you got? Okay. So this is a poem called Orange Door Hinge. Old poetry rhymes are done. They are strange enough, unknown. Writers a decent rhyme you owe. That's the least that you can do. Just use the prettiest word. It is not that hard, my lord. Please, all of my love. May you still your skills. Prove. This is the the third in your uh, collection of must be read alouds right yeah i like this this um this exploration that you've been doing here um did you like the orange door hinge though i did what is it the... you could make them rhyme yeah i think i've heard it on qi okay yeah i think yeah. i mean it's it's out there but yeah. it's one of those funny things where it's like orange and purple don't have rhymes and it's like well you got uh purple is purple. Nurple. The line that goes underneath of a horse's tail on a saddle. That's a purple. Uh, month, also one that apparently doesn't have a rhyme. But month. In s- month. Huh. But in Sikhism, one of their religious texts is the Guru Granth. Uh, that's pretty close. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Here's your next challenge, Dave. <laughs> you gotta you, you gotta create a poem. With the unrhymable words. Okay. I know that there is a... Is there already uh, one that exists out there? 
I'm sure. I'm sure there yeah, is. I'm sure someone's played. But I know purple was rhymed in a Robert Burns. He rhymed purple and purple. Okay. Okay. One thing I wanted to say about about your poem is that one feels both as a must be read aloud along with a must be read. It's almost like it has to happen in in tandem. That's why I think it's kind of fun. Yeah, it's like a required reading as the poet reads it. Mm -hmm. I really like that dynamic because for those who are just listening you you don't get the the jokes of how these words look similar or or technically the vowels could be um in the english language could be morphed into the the vowel that you need it to be mhm yeah that's fun you're welcome I, honestly it's really clever dave <laughs> i'm actually a talented poet so let's dive into your garbage ooh good transition um you're welcome Maybe. Not only did I transition, but I hurt your feelings. <laughs> oh, a Dave specialty. Yeah. So um, the poem that I bring to us today, I kind of uh, set us up the previous poem on this is a darker oh. subject. So the content warning. Oh. Yeah. Way to hit you out of left field today, Dave. <laughs> right. We we mentally prepared for something else. We're recording this maybe for the, a banked episode. So it's going to come out maybe two weeks. I don't know. But um, we're we're uh, we're diving head first and Dave is not prepared, nor am I. This this is how you know we're professionals. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so um, content warning up front. We, this this poem does get into um, uh, subjects around like suicidal ideation. And mm. so um, we're going to have to talk about it and yeah. um, we'll, we'll do our best folks. <clears throat> so here we go. This poem is called letters. Okay. No, I will justify this title. I think it's okay. Once, once I tell you what it means, you'll probably roll your eyes, but here we go. Probably. <laughs> you will roll your eyes. Um, yeah. So a poem titled Letters. Save me from this unknown feeling in which I feel. Crazed emotion inside. Do you know how to save me? Everything seems wrong. Okay. <laughs> That's it? That's it. That's it. Aaron? Yes. I will try uh, to fix you. <laughs> Good old Coldplay no? there. Coldplay. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I gotcha. Yeah. Um, so right up front, no is spelled wrong. It's, it's the wrong no. What? How? How? How is it the wrong no? Well, Dave, there is the N-O of yep. no no and then yep and then there's the k-n-o-w those are different words aaron yes but you know they sound the same they, there's a phrase called it, it, there's a term it's called a homophone nope i disagree it's never heard it, of that it before. comes from the the greek which means same sound mm, Homo, i feel like i would have heard of that before. homophonic homophone no et anyway um <laughs> <laughs> the the uh the no there should be the know-how, like the knowledge-based no. 
And yep. my flying fingers on the keyboard just typed N-O and went on blazing this fire. Okay, so did you get where the title comes from? Yeah, um, you are a bad person. <laughs> Would you say that? <laughs> uh, okay. No, that's, that's just, I mean, again, there are oblique references. There are things that arc towards subtlety. And then there's you with a sledgehammer trying to pound in a half-inch pin nail. Yes, yes. Uh, so describe to our <laughs> listeners why letters is such a smack in the face. <laughs> you wrote an acrostic poem because yep. reasons, and it spells out suicide. Yes. So, again, uh, the content warning up front is, is pretty yes. blatant. But um, the letters itself is like, in case you missed it, folks, you right. should be paying attention to the letters of this poem. The funny thing is, most acrostics, when you look at them on the page, they go um, straight down. Mm -hmm. I still set this centered when I originally typed it. So maybe that's where I felt the need to title letters is like, oh, this isn't as apparent as it should be. Rather than set it as as a straight block, uh, it was still centered and broken. So you were, and huge air quotes on this, creative enough to write a uh, an acrostic poem, but not creative enough to realize that you could line up the letters. <laughs> Yes, that's right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. 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 Yeah. Okay. 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 Yep. 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 Uh, um, you you cringed and laughed uh, before you you have a thought. I see you have a thought here, but you yeah. cringed and laughed when I said crazed emotion. Yeah. Well, I I, th I think I cringed, laughed, and then thought not at crazed emotion, but at in which I feel. Oh. Okay. Okay. Unknown feeling in which I feel. Yeah, like, again, there's a, a way that humans say that, which is, you know, the feeling that I have. Like, you don't feel inside oh. of a feeling. Oh, okay, okay. But I also kind of like it for that reason, that it's taking outside of, like, human experience, it feels more disjointed or disconnected kind of that crazed emotion mm. like actually not understanding how to how to phrase it yeah it's it's almost as if i'm struggling to find the right words of this unknown feeling in... that is the definition of all of your poetry mm. good point you struggling to find the right words <laughs> now i i love how you talked yourself into kind of liking that clunky phrase in yeah. which in which I feel it does feel like I'm forcing it to feel poetic. Like this yeah. is this is a high schooler trying to sound poetic by flipping the language a bit. No. Looking at it with the idea that it's trying to be an acrostic, I could have just said unknown feeling I'm feeling. And right. I still would have had the I at the beginning there. But you know, I probably didn't even think about that. So I went with in which I feel. <laughs> You could also, you know, not repeat the same word. So, like, in which I dwell, or... Ooh, yeah, Dave. Like, go, going in, like, the, I live in this feeling, I exist yes. in it, I am it, yes. rather than a feeling that you feel. 
that made this poem 100% better. <laughs> Save me You're from welcome. this unknown feeling in which I dwell. Crazed emotion inside. It's almost like if you have any other person read your poetry or if you yourself edit your own poetry you know uh, you can make improvements to it you keep you keep barking up this tree of like right but i've already just ad admitted to my previous self this is not worth editing <laughs> it's, like, <laughs> it's, like, it's like you have this like grand ambition that i'm gonna come back to these poems dave and and fix them up into something i i i'm i'm not a troll this is not a fixer-upper yeah, that's fair. That's fair. He's a bit of a fixer-upper. All you need is dynamite and glue. Hmm? Blow up the poetry and glue it back together, because it just... I want to make fun of you for the fact that you used the wrong no, because, again, someone who actually knows things about poetry could have done something interesting with that. Oh, oh, like putting... Ooh, you could do, like, a K and then a a hyphen yep. or a bracket or and then yeah. no and then a bracket and the w so it's w. like do you know how to save me and the answer is within no. the question oh dave yeah again it, that's still terrible because it's still very middle school piney whatever but it's better well if we change field to dwell and then we add the 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 double no yep i actually am starting to kind of like this poem <laughs> See, and that's where we differ, because okay. I feel like originally this was like a 10 out of 100, and making those changes makes it like a 15 out of 100, which is still, still very, like very bad. I, I hear you. Okay. Well, so we changed the title as well, so it's not as in yep. face. Yep. And then we're up to a 20? 18.3, but yeah. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. What what title are you changing it to? Um, Knowing you and your subtlety, you're going to name it Acrostic, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> no, Dave. Oh, okay. Uh, give me a second to think of something else. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Since you stole my clearly genius answer. Yeah. Um, how about... Um, I was going to go maybe ESW. ESW. So it's... Especially? Everything seems wrong. Oh, ESW. So then I, it's... I was thinking ESP. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I, I do have a certain level of intuition. I've got that ESPN. Okay, so ESW. Oh, so you're taking the first three letters of the last line. And, yeah. And then it's pointing out maybe something is happening with the, the first yeah. letters of the words. Ah, oh, Dave, you're like knocking it out of the park. I mean... It only took me 60 episodes to have an idea. This, no, you're, you were actually like creating a good poem out of this. I, or again. You keep saying good. Okay. A, a, a passable poem out of this. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'll accept that. Okay. Passable. Yeah. So that, that means it has to be at least uh 61 out of a hundred. Uh, we're, we're creating a passable poem. We are okay. not at 61 yet. Mm, 58. Also, if you've met me, you know that my level of passing is like an 85. Pretentious. <laughs> oh, no. I fully recognize that I am that kind of jerk. No, I, 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 yeah, I was, I was in that exact same mentality in high school, but. Overachievers. <laughs> okay. So let's, let's actually get into the, 
context of this poem that we've been sure. dancing around because let's be fair, it's it's a little darker than not either of us really want to do with our comedy make fun of Aaron <laughs> podcast. <laughs> yeah. Um, in high school, as I mentioned last week and, and what you perfectly or, or brought to our attention was the fetish, oh gosh. This the, word, buddy. The fettuccine Alfredo of the... The fettuccine <laughs> Alfredo. The fetishization. Fetishization. Of mental illness. Mm-hmm. And, and kind of the brokenness. Well, was and, you know, frankly still is pretty prevalent within teen culture. Yeah. And so that um, was at the forefront of my mind. I had mentioned my family has has a history of diagnosable depression mm-hmm. um and there were i never a this was never a topic that was talked about within that context it was not named or and i i still to this day do not know if that was even in the realm of thought with anyone right. within my household but i still think at that time i was fascinated with the concept of suicide or death by suicide and um to to say i was suicidal would be a lie i don't Mm. think i ever was at that point but it was something that i took a a literally a morbid issue with it yeah Um, and so uh the I actually made a playlist once of just songs that mentioned suicide, Hmm. like uh, Slow Suicide by by Jamison Parker, um, Faking My Own Suicide by Matthew Thiessen and the Earthquakes, um, uh, Suicide Nation, was that it? By House of Heroes? Uh, They had one. Um, And like, so those ones were blatant, but then there was like um, AFI's... um, Miss Murder, uh, which references like uh, Take My Life, which was in there. Mm. Um, anyway, yeah, no, there was I, yeah, I, yeah, a whole it, list. It's yeah. it's it was a running theme in the music I listened to. Right. So that's all I got for us today. So uh, we're gonna end this week. <laughs> yeah, on on that joyful note. Yeah, I'm curious about the House of Heroes. I'm gonna look that up while you uh, collect yourself, Dave. <laughs> well, well, I vamp. Yeah. You vamped with that before. Suicide Baby is the House of Heroes song. Do you know House of Heroes? Not one I know. No. They were another Christian rock band out of Ohio. That's why I don't... That's just weird that you would know bands from Ohio. Christian rock bands out of Ohio? You know, there's Reliant K. There's Sanctus Real. Never and heard of them. there's House of Heroes. Never heard and of them. And they were like my top three favorite bands for a while. <laughs> coincidentally. <laughs> well, very coincidentally, growing up in uh, Newfoundland. Oh my gosh. <laughs> You're not even trying to pick places that sound like Ohio anymore. <laughs> nope. I've completely given up on the joke. I am just being dumb. I like it. Yeah, I, I think I think you make a good point about how uh that is that was an issue while we were teenagers, but it still is an issue uh, these days. I'm sure it was an issue before we were teenagers, and it will be an issue for a long, long time after. Yes, I 
we know it was an issue because of Werther. Oh, what was his name? Werther. Um, I have no idea what you're talking about. All I can think of is Werther Originals. No, that's what Google gave me the first thing I typed. <laughs> yeah, of course it did. Uh, the German piney dude as uh, an 18th century book. He dies by suicide at the end of the novel as like some romantic gesture. Oh, yikes. Yeah. And it was it was thought to have created it was like a banned book because it was thought to have created a a plight of death by suicides when it was published. Mm. Uh, so even back then, why, what is this title? They reference it in 500 Days of Summer. <laughs> That that doesn't help me at all. No, it doesn't. Okay, German. This is gonna be the weirdest Google. German suicide. <laughs> uh, romance book. Okay, Google. What book is Aaron talking about? Because he is broken. I got it. The Sorrows of Young Werther. It's an epistolary novel <laughs> by Goethe. Oh, I do like Goethe. Yeah. Google gave me an answer, and it's from Leviticus eleven. Oh, because Aaron the Priest? referencing Aaron the Priest. (laughs) (laughs) That's amazing. No, you you don't know the Sorrows of Young Werther? No, I've never heard of that before. Wow. No, but that's exactly what you... So it was um, 1774. Hmm. It was one of the main novels of the Storm and Drawn period in German literature. Oh, yeah. My favorite period of German literature. Okay, well, it's... (sighs) Our poetry fans would would know this, I think. I think. Okay. But anyway, but I think you make a good point is that we can pinpoint the references within our mm-hmm. growing up and, and those teen years that had this ideation, but it's not new. And it doesn't no. seem like it's going away. I mean, we we referenced it and I cut it, but 13 Reasons Why yeah. has this exact same issue at play in which there is this backlash to it in that it, it, in some strange way, romanticized mm. um, death by suicide. Yeah. And so... In the same way that Shakespeare did for Romeo and Juliet. In the same way uh, that... Yeah. Yeah. There, it, it's everywhere. It's everywhere. Yeah. It's a strange bedfellow of art. I I wonder... <clears throat> this is not a question that we can answer. Okay. But I wonder about the context of European or, you know, Western. Again, big air quotes, yeah. Western. Because, like, I, I just, I don't know a lot of Asian stories that would have the same, the same context or the same content. But I would assume that there would be some because I think it's kind of a fairly universal thing. But I don't actually want to say that I know that because I don't. Yeah. Yeah, at the risk of being extremely culturally insensitive. I mean, the the noble suicide of samurais, was that a thing? Uh, but apparently that wasn't actually, like, that was an invention of stories, which actually kind of goes, kind of goes to prove that point, that mm. it was invented. It didn't actually happen, but yeah. it was invented to, <laughs> to again fetishize it yeah fetishize it yeah i think that's a better phrase than romanticize i mean i think it's yeah. getting at the same thing but i think so yeah the fetish fetishization the fetichini of um of these mental health issues and ideations yeah. has been prevalent is prevalent will maybe always be and that's that's again a 
an interesting thing to think about is why do right. we continually as a society come back to this notion um, yeah. and f trying to sympathize with my high school self I think it is a, a trying to understand a sure. very very sad mm -hmm. and devastating aspect of human life right and so to to romanticize it in art is a way of uh, okay i mean this is very much armchair or or in your or time terms. machine because it's looking back at yourself yeah so time machine sofa therapy here by romanticizing it it's a way of destigmatizing of talking about it when it's so often never talked about that's fair it's family secrets it's the it's the mm -hmm. oh someone died suddenly in their 30s and the obituary doesn't mention a thing right it's the glaring secret that society cannot uh, avoid and yeah. so one of the ways it comes out sideways and again this is just me spitballing but one of the ways it comes out sideways is this strange fascination with it yeah, yeah. i mean that kind of uh, hits the nail on the head there again uh we meant we referenced this last time we talked about mental health uh 988 it's a mm -hmm. national number you can text if you are or you or someone you know are, are dealing with this now or something similar no one is alone as and that that's such a cliche thing to say but it is true it's a cliche because it's true yeah and like high school aaron wrote this poem for a reason i it was something on my mind it's something that might cross your mind as well. And rather than be embarrassed by it or feel shamed by it, talk about it to someone. There are a lot of people who would love to talk to you uh, and show you just how important they are to you. Yeah. You are to them. Yeah. Yeah. So we need a poem to get us out of this. <sighs> we need something else too, Aaron. Oh, well. Are we out of practice? Well, Dave... You knew how to save me from this ending. Mm. So I hope you also know the answer to this fine question. Good or garbage? Well, I feel like the only way to address the question this week is, again, numerically, as we have been <laughs> correcting your poem. So I think originally I gave it a, a 10 out of 100, mm -hmm. um, which, which feels apt. Um, and we made some improvements, and by improvements, I mean we attempted to make it okay. Uh, but at the end of the day, I would say we took it from a 10 to right about a, a, a 10. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. Oh. Um, 10 out of 10? 100? Yes. 10 over 10 out of 100. A 1 out of 100. Oh, oh, that I made it worse. No. Yes, you did. This is me showing you how wrong you are. <laughs> Yeah, I think I think for the title alone, it needs to be oh talked gosh, all the points. <laughs> <sighs> you, you put your name on it, so I'll give you the one point for that. We're going to end this week with the words of a true poet. Um, this week coming to us from Matsuo Basho, a 17th century poet. Uh, this is a haiku translated by William George Aston, and it's called The Cry of the Cicada. The Cry of the Cicada gives us no sign that presently it will die. Mm. 
I didn't know exactly what to go with. I think this one is is um, open enough for interpretation. Yeah, I think it's a healthy way of looking at life and death rather than the fetishization of death. It's more contemplative. Yeah, and not in contemplative. Contemplative, thank you. It's more. Con- I am the worst. No, but that is extremely important in this context because someone contemplates suicide. Someone con- uh, is contemplative about subjects. <laughs> thank so, you. Yes, yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So that's a big improvement on that pronunciation. Um, okay, this has been my bad poetry. <laughs> Go write some of your own bad poetry. How many times am I going to make you say that? A lot. Go a write lot. some of your own bad poetry. Now go write some of your own bad poetry. Now go write some of your own bad poetry. Do you know I have a, a recording of you doing that? Almost those exact three. I'm sure you do. Yeah. <laughs> I I am not a creative person. Rhyme free, free does man. Does man.